We are on Naked Comedy, and this week right. we're with Kyle Kinane. How oh, are you God. feeling? How are you? I'm, I'm crumbling a little bit. Oh, <clears throat> don't crumble. Have like uh, a flaky I want a big, a big, a big bicycle ride. Oh, where did you go? Like a champion. <laughs> do you bike? I went bike? to the mountains. Oh, the like LA hills? Uh, to the Verdugo. I went to the Verdugo Mountains. Where's... Rode to the to the top of them like a champ. <laughs> do you, is that? Do you usually go on bike rides? Is that like your thing? Yeah, I enjoy it. It's my recreation. Crazy. I used to do that all the time, but now there's nowhere to go without getting on the freeway. Yeah. Which is yeah, it's not, it's not the fixed gear hipster bike ride, but it's uh, it's something. <laughs> good enough i have a mountain bike i can't do the fixed gear i would die <laughs> no that's for uh looking cool out in front of little joys that's far in la <laughs> so and you're you're now tired as i gathered right but you'll still be I'm, I'll, I'll hold it together <laughs> you'll hold it together for us and make it happen i'll do my best cool well um wait so how often do you go on these these like rides, like where are the where are the trails to go for, where are the places to look for? That one I live in I live in Burbank, so I just rode right up right up here and and, and hit it. Mm. It was uh, really kicked my ass. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to turn at least ten years of hard living right now. So mm. so it's uh, it's taking it's taking a little work. How many miles are we talking? Uh, I don't know what it, but it wasn't. It's not a lot of mileage. It's just that it was. It was up. It was elevation. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's always harsh. We had we had a bunch of those kind of hills where I used to live, but down here in Irvine now, I think most of the bike paths are like adjacent to the freeway, so they're they're just kind of like through desert. They're not like especially mountainous or mountainous natural. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling a little wild. I think I like sucked in a bunch of pollution, <laughs> oh. uh, despite quitting smoking two years ago. I still feel like garbage uh, right now. Well, I, I do. I went to the city. I think like yesterday, and the cloud of smog over the city was intense. I think the the winds that just died down like just brought it all over there. So you probably were just going straight into them. Yeah, it was pre- it was pretty ridiculous right now. There's uh, <laughs> like with well, all the fires. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Get some Gatorade. Well, I'll be good. <laughs> let's get into the. Let's get into the into the meat of it. Into the meat of it. All right. Well, you are a stand-up comedian who plays locally, usually in LA. But as I heard you recently, did you travel? You did recently the the BlizzCon. I did. I did. I did a World of Warcraft convention at BlizzCon. I did. Uh, <clears throat> I told jokes to. That may or may not have liked me. <laughs> I saw the clips. I finally saw the clips. I thought it was good. I thought that it was all right. I mean, uh, but the keyboard wielding, <laughs> the keyboard wielding gamers, they they get big with their words. You know? That's where they that's where they can bully you it's on the webs. Their insults will be there. <laughs> no, I, I. Uh, I dried my tears with the money I made off that show. <laughs> and so that was that was part of you, uh, one of the shows that you opened for Patton, right? Yeah, yeah. They, we have uh, we have the uh, this manager, and he suggested that I should do it. I, I I was like, I had fun. I enjoyed it. It was a new experience. It was something new to try. So I'll never shy away from anything like that. That's but, cool. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, you know, if you didn't like it, if I didn't really talk about uh, your uh, virtual world enough that you live in, I apologize. But well, since considering we're on the radio, I don't think anybody high tech enough to be in World of Warcraft would really be listening at this <coughs> moment. Oh, so it know, works. It totally works. <laughs> like you don't realize. Somebody else gave me the analogy. It's like alcoholics, like functional alcoholics like you don't even realize it until you see them pull out the flask in the middle of the day and you're like, oh wow you've been drunk the whole time <laughs> like you, people come out of the woodwork like, world of warcraft i play that all the time <laughs> and you wouldn't even think about it it's just like it's a secret vice it is a vice it eats people i mean i don't i don't want to estrange my world of warcraft fan or, no, or yeah, fans no. but it does eat people it's crazy um but how has um how many shows have you done where you're um either opening for or doing a show with Patton? Um, well, yeah, I've done some <clears throat> local LA shows. As far as big shows, he's I've done. We were in uh, Seattle and Portland at the beginning of September, and that was a lot of fun. That was just kind of ridiculous how much fun that was. <laughs> what kind of show was it? It was just it was in theaters. We we're at the Moore Theater in Seattle, and then we were at. Uh, where are we going? Uh, the Crystal Ballroom in uh, Portland, and just like they came out for Patton, big fans of Patton up there. So, they, and they were a nice, a real nice audience, real good audience. It's like I couldn't, I felt real spoiled. <laughs> That's awesome. I've heard some like I don't know if that would count as a tour for you because I've heard some people talking about tours and they just say they're like really lonely. But that sounds like it was just. It sounds like it's only two one. days. But I didn't really <laughs> have a chance to get lonely. It's not, it's not like the, the, the requisite, you know, ballad video from an '80s rock band with the black and white ballad song on a tour bus. <clears throat> Somebody with, you know, Nikki Six looking out the bus window with mirrored sunglasses on, all all longingly. <laughs> flew um, there, then on Saturday, Portland on Sunday, and then came home. Oh, it wasn't. Oh. That's not nearly as interesting as I thought it would be. <laughs> no, nothing in my life will be as interesting as you think it is. <laughs> I looked at the beginning of the interview. In any case. Going to be interesting. <laughs> Next question. Um, <laughs> well, let's talk about um, your your style of stand-up. Like, how would you describe it? I've seen you a few different times, and um, I've heard I've I've heard like the terms like working like working man or or alcohol those are the two terms that usually come to mind but how do you really how do you see <laughs> i was looking online somebody said that working but it was alcoholic. all it was all positive it was like i dig the working alcoholic bits somebody said that somewhere i i, I think uh, <laughs> uh, uh wow okay I, I could understand why that would be said i'm not gonna sh- i'm not gonna act surprised <laughs> That somebody uh, describes me as a <laughs> the beer soaked bastard. It's all up no, I, beard. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm more, more. The more times I do stand up, the more I, I, I just want to talk about. I used to just write jokes. I started just as a writer, and I would write funny jokes in my writing class. And then I tried to talk on stage with no personality behind it, but. I'm having a lot of fun trying to turn situations or frustrations and try to talk to people about them, see if I can make them funny. It's nice. And that's, that's what it's about. It's like, I still go to work every morning. I still have to do that. So At least you can turn it, you can turn it into something more than... 
Yeah, or at least have a, at least have a, a good story to talk about. When did you start writing? Like, when did you did you t- you said you took like classes for that, like real classes? Yeah, or? I don't think I ever started writing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I wrote. I think I did homework. But I don't know. No, I went. I went. Uh, I finally, I think my after I dropped out of two colleges, the third one, <laughs> I decided to go into creative writing hmm. because when you think of successful money-making career opportunities. You think of creative writing. <laughs> so, that, no, it, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. That's cool. And that um, that led you to, I don't know if it led you to, but your current job with closed captioning involves a lot of writing, right? Right? Maybe? It involves a lot of typing. No. Knowing the dis- dis- difference between there, there, and there. <laughs> That kind of stuff, you know, that those skills came in handy. Well, but no, it's it's fun. I I live in Hollywood. I would like to write for television, except instead I close caption television shows and I just type out what somebody else already wrote. <laughs> you can learn from their mistakes. It's like a yeah, it's like a strange. It's like I'm tracing someone else's career. <laughs> you should try. You should put a a special little, like, extra period or something like that so we can look for what show you did closed captioning for. Oh, uh, well, we get the option of putting our name at the end, like, captioned by so-and-so, but I don't think we're going to do a really good job, so I'm not going to act all proud of it. Oh, <laughs> but we can see it all over TV. You should you should own that. But, uh, I try to keep a low profile. <laughs> well, you're also online at uh, Channel 101. You've done a lot of stuff for them. How's that working? I did. I got to go to that tonight. That's tonight. Yeah. The oh, that's the show. I was trying to think of a show that was going on. It's the, it's the. What is it called? What's the show called again? It's, it's, the, it's Channel One Hundred One. They're just doing their. They're showing all their newest this, videos. Yeah. yeah uh, last Sunday of every month, they do a screening. And it's oh. a Special Halloween show. Oh, cool. Third, I'm in. I'm in the pop. In the pop. A, yeah, it's a, a Frank Miller Sin City style version of Popeye. <laughs> I started watching that. My internet connection kind of cut out. But. Oh, did it? It's, it's, everybody else is really good in it. It's the reason I'm taking acting classes now. I'm pretty stiff. Oh, cool. Where are you? I'm pretty stiff because I saw that. I'm like, yeesh. <laughs> well, I mean, like, how has it been working on that kind of stuff? Like, it seems like it's, it seems like everybody who's involved has to just really like what they're doing and just have fun with it. It is well. That's the thing. A lot of a lot. So much of it, it's really tongue in cheek and like let's just go and have fun. But uh, Abed Gates and Sivan Nigerian, those are the guys that are doing the pop. They're real. They're really like uh, Sivan does uh, animation or some kind of graphic and stuff for the Sarah Silverman program. So he's the one. He's designing the look of it, and Abed's writing it. And it's really supposed to not be tongue in cheek. It's really supposed to be more serious. <laughs> So that's what I'm having a hard time with. Like all the other stuff I've done, it's like, yeah, just be a be a corn dick, be a real cheese ball about it, <laughs> and uh, you know, dance around with a stupid wig on or something. That, that's been fun. But uh, no, this one I, I'm, I'm trying to be good at it. And I, when I'm trying to be good at acting, I'm pretty bad. <laughs> that's, so. that's how I feel when I listen to my interviews. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, what? Oh, just. Oh, you're really selling it here, Sam. You're really selling it to <laughs> listeners. Well, I mean, that's, it's kind of the, I don't know, it's kind of the feel of the show. It's just, it's just all about being natural. It's, it's all about 
no no fake walls just being real what are you doing? it's co- it's conversational it's conversational yes and it's on it's on it's online for podcasts so if people want to listen to it in their own time whenever yeah. that is they can do it it's just at their leisure at their leisure yes yes um I started pronouncing leisure leisure <laughs> i pronounce salmon salmon Dude, it sounds classier. It does. And you add that extra letter. It's there for a reason. Apart from the pack. <laughs> um, what are, What about your stuff on Blurreds.com? What is that? Blurreds.com. You mean titsup.com? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a really awesome idea and something that kind of fell on its face. Aww. But I'm I'm glad it existed. It was uh, it started in Chicago. It started after I left Chicago in '03, and then this whole new uh, generation of comics moved right after I had left. <laughs> and uh, a filmmaker, a talented filmmaker named Jordan Vogue Roberts, who you can call Jordan Video Roberts or Jovo Robo. <laughs> Jovo Robo is a super talented uh, young young gentleman. And uh, he was making uh, videos for the stand-ups, <laughs> crazy little sketch-type videos, and they got real popular, and people liked them. And then, uh, but it came down to uh, an organizational thing. We're trying to get 12 stand-up comedians who, by nature, stand-ups are, you know, not self-centered is a harsh word, but, you know, you don't have to worry about yourself. It's not like a sketch team or anything where you work together on anything. Get twelve people with ideas that all twelve individual artists. Yeah, artists, sure. (laughs) Twelve drunks. (laughs) Twelve drunks and a director that couldn't decide on anything ever. (laughs) So it was fun and it existed for a while and then uh it kind of you know, and like anything, people got real busy with people got people moved, people changed locations, changed priorities. Uh, but there's funny stuff. You should go. You should check it out. Yeah, it's still online. And the, I like the I like the stand-up. I wasn't actually like when I was watching it, I didn't know what to expect. And then, um, especially the Nike Town one, that was that's one of my favorite bits of yours. And then to see it kind of acted out was really cute. I think I think it's cool, and people should check it out. It's still up there. It's still available. It was, it, it was fun. Yeah, I didn't even know anybody. I was back in. I, I became an honorary member after Sean Flannery drunkenly invited me one night in Chicago. <laughs> and I didn't even, didn't even know most of the people. And me and uh, Jovo Robo shot that in front of Nikon on Michigan Avenue in Chicago, like an illegal on the fly, <laughs> double parked on Michigan Avenue with the hazards on, trying to get that shot. <laughs> that's, so the best, it, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, it's the closest I'll ever get to the uh, YouTube video when they're on the rooftop with me uh, <laughs> waving in front of Nike Town on Michigan Avenue. <laughs> well, what don't, why don't you tell us about how you did come um, from Chicago to Los Angeles? Like, how did you how did you start out in Chicago? Let me tell you how I started in Chicago, Sam. <laughs> let Let me tell you that I was a I was a real real whippersnapper. <laughs> that uh, failed at a lot of things, mostly music, really, really bad musician. What did you, what do you play? Uh, guitar, you could call it that. <laughs> but I, I played drums equally as bad, <laughs> so I would fill in there. Had a lot of fun doing that. What kind of music did you play? 
Oh, punk rock. We were in your face. Uh, not we, like not we like, even played like punk hardcore. rock bad, <laughs> which is hard to do. Dude, you got the spirit. You should go for it. It was uh, I think the motto was it might not be talent, but at least it's entertainment. <laughs> which is still a motto that I try to try to uphold. But no, I, yeah, I went. I went to school. I, I uh, kind of flopped around some colleges, and went to Columbia College, Chicago, and took creative writing classes. And when I, I, I went, when I was there, I was working at a gas station part time, and I wrote the newspaper that there was a big comedy tryout thing, and I write stuff down that I thought were were good jokes, but didn't know where to do them. And I went went to this big comedy contest at Zany's in Chicago. Wells and North Avenue, people might be familiar with it. <laughs> right around the corner from the famous Second City. Name dropping. Yeah, all the, all the fancy stuff. But uh, <laughs> I went there, and it was fun, and then I, I saw a guy in my class later on that was at this audition. And he was like, oh, yeah, there's comedy shows everywhere. And I started going to them. And uh, as soon as I started doing them, that's, that's all I did. That's, I try almost every, every night. Four years later, I decided I had to move, and I came here because some friends were here, and it was sunshiny and nice. Lots of shows. So and all the, all the pictures in Thrashing Magazine from when <laughs> I was a young kid looked really cool in California. <laughs> so have so. you been um, have you been back to Chicago since you came over to, since you've moved to Los Angeles? Oh, all, all the time. Yeah, my family's still there. A lot of friends and family. So, yeah, I actually just talked to my mom planning my Christmas trip to get oh. back. Go back twice a year and, and see see the gang, see all these babies. We've got the babies. Lots of babies. Nobody hangs out and just smokes bongs anymore. <laughs> I just went and had babies. <laughs> Maybe it's I an age difference. Babies all over the place. As soon as I leave, I can't leave for five years without people knocking up their girlfriends. <laughs> so how I so then I my next question was gonna be how has the Chicago scene changed? But I think. I think that's been... We're still young now, well, with all the babies. <laughs> but I think that's... I don't know. How is the... I don't know anybody. Everybody that I... Really, most everybody that I knew uh, left. Uh, so did they... Like they went to pursue people. their things? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, they, no, they moved to L.A. or new, to New York. They're still doing stand-up. Matt Bronger, I start with. He's on Mad TV right now. Um... Uh, who's in New York, Kamal and Jared in New York. Now I'm talking to myself. Great thing about <laughs> a radio interview is mumble tears. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, so everybody uh, kind of moved moved on, moved uh, out to do it, which is cool. A lot of good guys that deserve good things. Well, that's awesome. So how is it? How is the scene still going in um in L. A. Like you're still doing a lot of shows. You're doing like a lot of different shows too, not oh. just at like. Well, I'm doing a show in a graveyard uh, on November sixth. Oh, you're gonna be at, you're gonna be at uh, Hollywood is dead or comedy Holly- is dead. Hollywood Forever at the yeah. Hollywood Forever Cemetery. I'm doing that. Patton's doing that one too. Yeah, that's one of the shows that I, I try to push a lot. They're they're my homies. They've been on the show, Duncan and Natasha. Oh yeah, Dun- Duncan called me yesterday. We had a big <laughs> laugh. We had a big laugh about uh, Panda Express. He likes it or not. He likes it, and you don't. Thumbs down for me on Panda Express. Like oh. it's like Chinese food that somebody sneezed on. Yeah, but I mean, for like mall quality, 
It's all right. Some of the things, sometimes. Go to Sparrows. Dude, I haven't seen a Sparrows, and I don't even know how long. I got two Sparrows within bike riding distance from me. Well, you should enjoy that, because there used to be one by us, and then I think it got closed. And I missed that, like, they had the inside-out pizza, where all the stuff was on the inside, but it was like a slice. That's all I eat. It's the only thing I'll get is a stuffed pizza. That's the best. That's the best I look pizza. at the other ones, I'm like, why am I even looking? <laughs> I'm a monogamous stuffed pizza eater. Dude, it's so much, it's so much neater, and it's and just... Ne- Next to Spar over here, though, I got. Do you have a, Do you have a great steak, great steak and potato company? I think at one of our malls we do, but I have never oh, been they, to it. They have a sandwich called the Ham Explosion. The Ham Explosion. I you not. It's called the Ham Explosion. What What makes it explodey? The the taste. <laughs> oh, the taste! The fact that the fact that it would it would threaten you. With explosion. In your mouth. I'm attracted to dangerous things. Hmm. I don't think our. I don't think we have one of those now that I think about it. Because our. I remember Uh our steakhouse. Our like, sandwich steak, uh, thing at our mall is just. It's very, very docile. They come by. They kind of offer you snacks, and all that. Nothing is. Nothing is exploding. That sounds intense. This in this day and age. Sam, we need to be aggressive. People need to be aggressive. You need to make your mark in this world. And if it means eating a sandwich that's bordering on terrorism, <laughs> I'll do it to show them I'm not afraid. We should have we should have some sort of there should be like a food themed show coming up. I mean, every, uh, there's been tons of comedy shows, especially like there's with so many different themes. Like the comedy is dead at a cemetery. Totally yeah. have one in a mall move from from food stop to food stop just constant food comedy it'd be amazing a food food court comedy food court comedy i I would go to see that a taste of comedy uh see we're we're developing it right now in like delicious laughter like five months it's gonna happen hungrilarious (laughs) all right this is handle the marketing (laughs) kyle can be on marketing i'll just be on name dropping <laughs> you book it you book it get <laughs> you do some sponsors else. get some sponsors and want free eats i want sparrows that's the thing the ham explosion but the the one ham sandwich down from it like if you take green peppers off of it it's called the ham delight <laughs> so there's really a a real disparity you know, a lot it's very polar it's those green peppers turn a delight into an explosion they probably are, they're probably getting like a deal on their green peppers. Their green peppers are so hot that Maybe they're exploding. Something special like that. Notice the entire time I avoid avoid making a toilet joke. <laughs> is that what you've been trying to do this whole time? My humor is no. My humor is classy. Your humor is classy. Why do you to know? You Kyle Kinane. You're gonna come and see a classy show. It's real classy. Bring uh bring the kids. Sit in the front. Put on a tie. It's a real classy affair. <laughs> all right. Next time I come to see you, top hat and tails. Cumberbuns all around. And ties. And tie your tie and a little bow tie. Not like that kind of open, hey, I'm, I'm chill. No, it's got to be tied. Expect a balloon drop. <laughs> With confetti. Oh, is, is Rip Taylor going to be there? Uh, if, if things work out. My people are talking with his people. All right. I will keep my listeners informed as to where they can find you 
in the LA regional basin. Black kind of tie affair. A black tie. Let's make the let's make the food court comedy show also formal wear only. I think that's a brilliant idea. And it and and it's a roller skating party. Ooh. Ooh. All a roller skating party in a food court that's formal wear only. We will have to talk more about this when I get when I get it booked. Now I'm gonna have to find a mall with like flat surface because then the people who aren't really good at roller skating they're just gonna be rolling downhill if it's at any kind of angle. Let's do it. We'll do it right here at the Glendale Galleria. Young Persian kids love my humor. Oh, I used to I used to live in Glendale with the Galleria. Oh, I miss that place. They got a new thing called uh, America or something here. It's just like a slice of America. No, no, the Americana. That's what it is. The new. Uh, giant retarded mall. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say if they have like America in America, then it blowing my mind a little bit, just a little too much. It's uh, it's like a yeah, it's like a vortex. It's like a video camera filming a television, filming a video camera. And then that would just we got we got to stop because I'm my ham explosion Am I in your my mind? head in my head explosion. I'm blowing your mind. That's what's happening, and then that. That would just be a mess. So this has been Kyle Kinane on Naked Comedy. Thank you for coming on, sir. I hope you had a fun time. I had a blast. Yay. All right. And I will keep everyone informed as to our black tie food court fantastic bonanza. That's gonna, I'm going to add more stipulations to that, too. I think, I think it could use more stipulations. I don't think it has enough. I can't wait. I can't wait to make it the most complicated. I want just one person to show up that met all the requirements. <laughs> that person should win. They should win a prize. It should be a prize for the best roller skating, formal wear, food court. It'll, it'll be like the opposite of a scavenger hunt. Like, <laughs> instead of going out to find it, you just have to come with these ridiculous things. With it, everything. It, it, all of this will work. Well, so. it, and then somebody will show up, and then we have to have the prize. It has to be an awesome prize. Something no okay. one would expect, but they couldn't buy on their own. Nice. We'll figure All it right, out. All right, let's do it, Sam. All right. We'll keep you informed, listeners. Thank you, Kyle, for being on the show. Thank you. And hopefully in the future, when you're big and famous, we can talk to you again. Big and famous. How about when I need to borrow $5? That's far more likely. 250 and then you can call. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Sam. Bye. All right, bye.